0: Guys, welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats. My name is John Kroom, and on this week's episode of Coffee and Van Chats, we chat with Mike Levine. Mike Levine owns a law firm in Mooresville, North Carolina, which focuses on personal injury, car accidents, workers' comp, and much more. Um, on top of that, I even had to use Mike Levine once. Uh, I was hit by a car here in Colorado Springs, and we did all the work online. And yeah, it was great. He helped me get my case settled. And honestly, get my teeth back into my head, which is a crazy story, which you'll be able to hear in this episode. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy. But first, let's hear a message from our sponsors. This episode is also brought to you by Chili Technology. Personally, I tend to run a bit hot when I'm sleeping, which can leave me waking up in the middle of the night sweating and uncomfortable. Chili Technology has created two really cool sleep gadgets, the Chili Pad and the Uller. These are systems that fit over the top of your mattress and use water to control the temperature of your bed, which can help lower your internal body temperature and trigger a deep, relaxing sleep. I personally use the Chili Pad and it's amazing. I love that fresh, cool sheet feeling, and this product gives you that the entirety of your sleep. Chili Pad has me feeling rested and ready to take on the next day. I've also even traveled with the ChiliPad all the way to Europe. Right now, Chili is offering all listeners a really great deal when you go to chilitechnology.com. All you have to do is use code CROOM at checkout. That'll give you $150 off both the ChiliPad and the Uller. That's code CROOM, C-R-O-O-M. So go to chilitechnology.com. Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee and Van Chats. If you're subscribed to me on YouTube, you probably already know that I've been hit by a car and I knocked out seven teeth, I think. Yeah, yeah, seven teeth. Or at least I had to have seven teeth redone. And on top of that, I way before I ever got hit by a car, I had a gracious sponsor that, I'm gonna be honest, man, Like I didn't even know he could help me. It's one of those things you didn't know that you needed until you needed it. And I'm really glad I had it. And I have Mike Levine here from Levine Law Group. And yeah, man, how are you doing? And what's going on?
1: How am I doing? Marvelous, I guess. I mean, I don't have <laughs> diseases. Never <No, no, laughs> my family's sick. Yeah, no coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, so so
0: like I said, man. You know, I got you know you sponsored me for for the beginning, but like so, let's hear this. I mean, you work with cycling teams. You work with a cycling team with me, mm-hmm. and then you work with a women's cycling team. What got you started into cycling in the first place? Like,
1: why, why cycling? That's a good question, man. I think that um, I, I'm, it might have been because my office was just near a bike shop. Yeah. And um, I was uh, – I mean, I think I, when I had my first kid, I used to – he was such a pretty baby yeah and they used to take pictures of us and i would be like don't put me in the pictures with him because i'm i was a this fat blueberry looking dude you know (laughs) i mean i and i wasn't i didn't spend my life fat you know i just got that way after i um i don't know got got too busy working to do any type of working out and you know that stuff just catches up on you i mean you think you look in the mirror every day you don't really realize that you're turning to a fat ass, and then yeah. all of a sudden you're just this huge fat guy, and you're like, Your doctor's telling you you need to take something for your, you know, irritable bowel syndrome and something for your cholesterol. And you're like, well, <laughs> What
0: happened to me? Yeah, you you're know? like, When did I cross this threshold of OLD <laughs> disease, man? Yeah, like, like, what, old? Like,
1: like, what happened? Because, I mean, it yeah. was just so gradual. I mean, I was like 245 pounds, and I'm like, What? I, I used to weigh 180 pounds, you yeah. know? and you, it's like you knew that you were getting new suits you know because i had to get suits for because i practice law right yeah like, yeah look because i practice
0: like, yeah, <laughs> he's in his office right now guys i swear <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but uh you know and i'm just changing them out changing them out i'm like not even thinking about it you know yeah. and it's like i just was like i gotta stop this and so i started riding with um with a good, well, you know, I, we're not really good friends right now and I won't mention names, but, um, you know, a guy who I was a good friend with and, uh, we used to, uh, he would meet me every morning at like seven o'clock before I went to work. We'd meet my right at the bike shop is right near me and we would go ride. And we had one rule. It was, if it was 32 degrees or lower, you could call out. Otherwise you rode. right? Right. Yeah. And, and it was like, I think I was a terrible rider. You know, I wasn't good, but I yeah. just was so determined that he didn't run mind riding with me. You know, it yeah. was like this, I'll, this bad guy will not stop. I mean, he yeah. would go to the stop sign, turn around come back. We'd go up to Brushy Mountain. I remember him coming back down the mountain and, you know, and I'm just laboring up this thing and, uh, and him saying, you just, know, just go to your happy place. Just go to your happy place. And I'm like, well, one thing about my happy place, dude, is you're not in it, so <laughs> go away,
0: you know. Yeah, no, for
1: I sure, mean, you do not exist in it. <laughs> I mean, but then, you know, and so, I, and that's what did it. I mean, then we, and then one year he said, Let's race, you know, no, no training, yeah. for this whatsoever, right? Yeah, and so I did that's how
0: everybody's cross- cat five race starts. It's usually, just <laughs> I just did like, this, I cross- this
1: series, which is like the most. No practice races up to it. And in oh, Crossroads man. back in those days, it was like you got on the line with 80 riders. So you can imagine you get, get on the line with 80 top five riders. I mean, <laughs> it was just mayhem and, yeah. you know, and, and, and carnage. And, and I was terrible. I mean, I, four laps into every race, I was standing on the sidewalk watching them. I was so, <laughs> <And> man, <laughs> so miserable. Man, I was like, so I got determined. And I was like, I'm going to get a coach. And I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to learn to suffer. Yeah. I'm going to do some preliminary races next year. I'm going to bust some people's. I mean, I was like 43 anyway, so I was already <laughs> way out of prime, right? And no, but I got it's... this coach out of Atlanta, and this dude yeah. would send me these workouts. And, I mean, I did them, you know, just with a heart rate monitor. I think it was a fancy heart rate yeah. monitor, you know, and, and on, your, on your trainer. Just every day, I'd have. Of course, it probably ruined my life there for a little. I mean, as good as it was for me, it was bad for my family because it was some some obsessed freak who would, you know, just pedal himself to death and sweat (laughs) like a madman. No, but I came in second in that series the next year. There you go. There's that's what that's what training does
0: for you, man. That's what training (laughs) does for you. But it's funny that you it's funny that you mentioned Crossroads because that's that's pretty much where we met. I mean, we raced a little bit with each other. Um, early on but you know you race with people you don't really get to meet people until they do something and the first night I crash, bust my ass I mean I think I was like I was probably like 250 pounds or something at the time and I went I straight didn't into- think
1: you with that light <laughs> yeah I, I don't know man so, i mean i just remember thinking i can't believe that bike is holding this guy you yeah know? and
0: i didn't break my bike i didn't really get any scratches but then the next night it's pissed rain like piss and rain and, and you know honestly probably the only reason why this next event happens you know so i win the race spoiler alert on the next on the next night so i crashed the first night next night i win the race but spoiler alert they probably were just like this fat dude is a loose cannon like I, I, he literally just went into a barricade on the third lap at like 40 miles an hour, at least to a cat fives mentality of what we think is 45 mile an hour. It's like the Instagram versus reality situation. And then, and then I meet you and you're like, dude, that was insane. And you bought me ice cream and we've pretty much been friends ever since. And, uh, but yeah, so, so kind of talk, talk a little bit about how, you know, when with like crossroads and things like that like where where did you see yourself going with the bike racing or do you are you like kind of to a point now where it's like you know if I'm not going to race I'm going to make sure I'm still involved in the racing some way somehow
1: all right well first of all I knew you before of you before that race because that the year before is the that was the year after that I I mean I came in second at crossroads that yeah. the year after that I wasn't having a great crossroads but mm. I was having the last race of the which crossroads was miserable for old people anyway because I mean it's like five races in a row for some who's like 40 is horrible you know I was cat yeah, and four it's then. like right after work
0: it's yeah, like I was, was all up
1: to cat four then boy I ever you know everybody thought I was a you know sandbag in cat four but um I was really just out of shape but uh that the year before like that I knew you because, you know, we would just, you know, you know, you pick certain people out and say, if I lose to this guy, I'm going to kill myself, you know? And I, <laughs> you were just that person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but um, yeah, and, and I had busted my, had that wreck. Like I tell oh, you, know, yeah, I that's a bad right. crossroads. That's right. And man, I went out to City Park in Salisbury and I was thinking, man, I'm, I feel good. You know how you start a race and you think, everybody looks like there's so much pain and I just feel good you know and you're just sitting yeah. in the pack and I was gonna bust these guys butts and some idiot came flying down the back stretch and just overshot the curb hits the dang on curb his bike comes whipping back into the, the lead pack you know oh, and it was like you know and I, I get up with blood pouring out of my face my brother's like Jeez. it looks like somebody hit you in the face with a you know hatchet my fingers about to come off oh, like, uh, i, I want to kill this guy yeah. and um and so i was that that skidded me out man i mean that freaked me out right <laughs> a, my, my buddy jp uh stitched me up at his um he does breast augmentation he did it at his clinic because i've sat <laughs> after i sat in row in hospital for like seemed like a day waiting for a plastic surgeon you yeah. know but um yeah. And the next year when I met you, I didn't race that race. Cause I was skittish, man. I went out uh, there to race. I hadn't raced since then. Was it that same know. course? No, no, that was a, okay. you were, that was a creamery. That's because we've had ice cream, the creamery. Yeah,
0: thing. that's right. That's right. That's I love right. that
1: course too, man. I loved it. It's I, mean, awesome. I was like, man, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna get to restart my race career at the creamery and yeah. it started raining. And I was watching that race thinking, man, these guys are going slow, man. I should have raced this race. I could have made it around this thing until you took off on that last lap flyer. And I was like, that's what I just thought it was amazing. I was like, well, they, nobody's chasing this guy. It's only half a mile course. He's gone, man. I mean, they,
0: they took it. I, and that was the thing, man. It was like, if you rode, we started with like 80, 90 people. And if you rode top eight wheels, like within the first 20 laps of the race, not even 20 laps, first 10 laps of the race, you look back and there's only like sixteen people left, like yeah, you look at all the, like less uh, than
1: twenty. <laughs> yeah, if you look at
0: all the pictures from that race, I think it was more. I think it was scarier to ride in the back because of the fact that like, oh shit, like there's spray coming at you, so it looks like it's raining harder than it is, and like there's people everywhere people
1: are trying to move (laughs) on those bricks hey hey, those bricks weren't no joke either oh that's right yeah there's
0: like a couple (laughs) brick sections that you had to cross over that was pretty yeah you
1: had to. those bricks and those those uh manhole covers bricks in turn one manhole covers in turn two you had to be excuse me really leery of that no no for sure from there man i don't know i don't you probably kept me more into bike racing than anything i mean i've been on and off about it you know i mean i was basically you and your one-man team you know and i was trying to stay in shape you know every time i stopped riding my bike which i haven't been on in forever again um but uh you know and then i mean hell i I probably should have stopped supporting you guys because it was killing me i mean for a (laughs) while there i was on like everybody just called me i was on every damn kit in town, you know (laughs) yeah yeah that's the best part of
0: sponsorships it's like you're wondering like oh yeah yeah am i getting roi off this guy when in reality you just have every fucking club calling you it's like oh well they sponsored this guy he'll definitely sponsor us so it's not yeah, like I, there's there's a
1: time when i was about on every kid out there man yeah you
0: know? no i remember amazing. that yeah for sure and but, no,
1: and nobody ever got people could get hit by cars getting car wrecked get the doctor could hurt them any of the things that i do in my law practice I'd see him talk about it on Facebook and then go hire somebody else. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I a, need to get my own money back from the teams. Yeah. You know? That's a,
0: that's actually a perfect segue because it's like, like I said, when I, when I intro us in, it's like, you know, a lot of us pro athletes, a lot of us, you know, that have sponsors, you know, we have these tech companies, these law firms, these dentistries, whatever else. And we don't really realize what, what they actually do. Until we need it, and I left Colorado Spring, or I left Rock Hill, South Carolina, to move to Colorado to, to attempt to go to the Olympics, and I got hit by a car, and the first person I called w- was you, obviously and you worked so, for me, yeah, and I worked for you at the time it. you
1: even knew you even yeah. knew what I did I knew you, what you, you did, got people to sign up you, yeah i
0: I knew what you did, and I didn't even really realize like how important or the actual full benefit of it because it's like it literally sounds almost too good to be true so you're telling me I sign up with you you get a check in my pocket I get a check in it now let's make this clear if you get hit by a car it needs to be that person's fault you run a red light it's a question mark at that point that's I'm leaving that with Mike and he can answer those questions that need be but Mike tell us a little bit about what you do at your law practice and how it could be beneficial to a cyclist
1: well, I mean, you know, we, we, it's the same thing we do for car wrecks. I mean, if you're, if you're hit by someone, um, you know, then you need to get your medical bills addressed. You need, if you, you might most cyclists that I know work a real job, you know, not that cycling's not a real job. Don't give me, don't, don't get any of the people who are professional cyclists or think they're <laughs> angry at me. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, you need to get your wages replaced. You need to, and a lot of times psych, I mean, you're, you're riding around in your underwear, you're yeah. getting hit by a two-ton, four-ton car. I mean, there's a good chance you might have some serious injuries that need to be addressed. You never have health insurance, none of you guys. You know, hardly any, you know. <laughs> I mean, so that's it. So you got to get some medical care. And, I mean, and what you we do, do not ju- good health insurance. Yeah. yeah, well, what we do is try to take those burdens off of people, you know, and, for of course, for a fee, you know, but it's not up front. And, um, I mean, and I try to educate cyclists. I I. I I wrote a thing um, about the type of insurance that you need mm-hmm. probably five years ago. I know it's 10 years ago, maybe. And yeah. and it is I've reposted several times about, you know, your your insurance company, your generally the guy who sells you your insurance who you think is your friend, he's he's selling you the least amount of insurance for the most amount of money because then he makes the most amount of profit. And he doesn't want you to make claims. He doesn't want to sell insurance that actually provides the benefit that he says he's providing. Yeah. you know, because if he does, then those claims get charged back against him and he loses money. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the sad part of it is you got all these big insurance companies with making millions and millions of dollars telling you you're in good hands, you're your neighbor, you know, stop yeah. by and I'll recheck out your insurance, make sure you got enough and whatnot. And in the meantime, they're not selling you enough. Yeah. Because people have small policies and when you're riding around in your underwear on your bike and get hit by you know something that weighs i don't know 100 times 200 times more than you do guess what you're gonna have some significant injuries and you're gonna need some some money you know on that policy so i wrote articles about that stuff and nobody pays any attention to them I, uh, one of my best friends in the world just was hit and killed and his uh the umbrella was not he has a hundred, three hundred policy, you know, and personally yeah. we hit him out a 5,100 policy. So his family's going to get a hundred thousand dollars, you know, be, he's dead. You know, that's not enough money to, to cover up what he's going to lose for his family or anything, you know? Yeah. Um, and he, I am sure he read the articles. He just didn't get the insurance. Yeah. But that's really what we, I mean, that's kind of what we do. We try to take it off of people. And sometimes we can help you get care you know um that's not what we do all the time but in general it gives you sets you up so you can go ahead about and get yourself recovered and we'll worry about the other parts of it in north carolina it's a particularly harsh environment but other colorado's not (laughs) as you know yeah Yeah.
0: and that's and that's another thing i kind of want to touch on is you know well you know we'll get to the fact that one he can sign up any you know if you have an issue you know, contact him, like he can work with you, we can do DocuSign, we can figure something out. Um, but the one thing that that has always kind of come up with me, especially when I work for you, like, you know, getting people to sign up and things like that is, hey man, like, I don't know if I'm really that injured. And I think, and it kind of makes me wonder if like, if, you know, the person that hit him is like, hey, let's try to work this out, you know, between you and me, or he's already talking to the insurance company and the insurance company is trying to settle for the least amount of money. So, <clears throat> what like, cause I started actually, I knocked out six teeth or seven teeth. And really, I didn't feel any pain, I guess, in my body or anything like that until about, I don't know, three, four weeks down the road. Like I really started to kind of like, Oh man, like I got cricks in my neck and all kinds of stuff going on. Um, so what's your recommendation for somebody that's like kind of still questioning the fact of whether they're not, even if they're really quote unquote injured or what have you, when they're trying to sign up, you know what I mean?
1: Go to the doctor and find out whether you're injured. Yeah. I mean, people die all the time from internal bleeding like a few days after wrecks and stuff, you yeah. know, so I mean...
0: Without even knowing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you don't know what's going to injure you. I mean, I've been injured worse taking clothes out of the dryer than, <laughs> you know, that, yeah, I mean, or yeah. picking my kid up and put him on the counter, you know, I can't breathe about two days. I mean, than, yeah. than, than some sporting events that I've played, you know. So, yeah. I mean, you don't know what's going to, what, what particularly is going to you don't know what the dynamics of your body were in those uh-huh. crashes a lot of the time, especially in violent crashes, you know? So you don't know whether what was torn or, or one way or the other. So I, I'd say any, anytime you're in a, anything other than a super minor wreck, you should definitely go and at least get checked out, you know, yeah. make sure there's nothing wrong with you.
0: Yeah. So all you cyclists out there that are more than willing to hire a coach to be professional, to tell you how to ride your bike. Um, if you get injured, you, it's not like all of a sudden you've become a lawyer and now that you know how to handle law, so you probably should call a lawyer, especially if you're willing to uh,
1: get a coach and feel like. Hey, you're you got to pay your proficient. you got to pay your coach up front. Yeah, <laughs> to the end, you know, it just costs us anything. And you know, yeah. it's like, you know what you were saying. We have in, I have a small I have a small office, and we have license in Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. New York. And we can operate just about anywhere. I mean, I have cases in Texas. I mean, I have friends everywhere. So, I mean, if you're injured wherever, we can generally help you handle it or find you competent people to help you handle it. Because that's another thing you got to work. Just like coaches, you can get some of these coaches that, you know, they took the course and and they raced a little bit and now they think they know what they're doing and they're terrible. You can get lawyers that... Do the same thing, except lawyers see you laid up in the hospital with a broken leg or whatever, and they're thinking, "Well, I know I'm a real estate attorney, or I know I do domestic relations, but I can handle this for this because this guy he's he's hurt, you know." Yeah. And they'll, you know, that's that's real smart, you know. I wouldn't yeah. handle, I wouldn't. There are some things I, there, hey, I don't, I wouldn't handle my own divorce, and I know a ton about divorce law, yeah. you know, <laughs> and I'm a lawyer, you yeah. know. I mean, I also. If if you got arrested, you know, for and you were charged with murder, and you yeah. called me, I would go and find you someone who's handled a murder case. I wouldn't just there. You like, guys oh, have heard it. You know, Mike's
0: hey, going to bail me out if I get charged
1: for murder. I've seen Matthew McConaughey and some, you know, some Grissom movies. I'm sure I can handle this. You know, I mean, your <laughs> life at stake. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, and that's. I mean, and, and that's really key. It's like what you know and i and i always hear it too you know we get we get a couple months down the road of like whatever injury they've had and you know we've talked and i've been like hey man you should really think about science like ah because uh, yeah, oh. they feel like they're outright suing somebody when in reality it's like no what you're doing is you're making sure that you're getting the right you know the right amount of money for the accident and you're making sure that you everything gets covered because the moment you settle you know you're kind of in this weird spot
1: right yeah, I mean, look, it's just about accountability and responsibility. I mean, when you teach it to your children, right? You it's it, it, I, I've asked jurors forever what's the most important things that your grandparents, you know, that you believe your grandparents taught you. And it's all about honesty, reliability, responsibility, accountability. That's there's always the same things. But you don't want to hold a person who ran you over accountable. I mean, you feel sorry for the guy who was who was going to be two minutes late for work. And instead he, you know, decided to take you out cause destroy your $10,000, $20,000 bike, now, And, <laughs> you know, and have yeah. kill you because he just couldn't wait to get to yeah. the stop sign. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And you're, I mean, and yeah, and you're not, you're, you're it's an insurance company, you know, because Hey, as soon as they pay for your $15,000 bike, you're, their insurance rate went up anyway, you know? So, I mean, it's not about the person nine out of 10 people who get sued are like, what pay the claim. You know, (laughs) why are you, why are you, why did, how did I get sued? Oh, wait a minute. The guy sent you $5,000 worth of medical bills and you offered him $5,000. Well, (laughs) he was in the (laughs) hospital for, you know, two days. He's got a broken leg, give him some more money. Give me the hell out of this lawsuit, you know? So it's, 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 Somebody else is running that thing. The person who hit you probably is sorry and wants you to, you know, be taken care of. It's just the moron insurance company that look up, hey, if you want to know about insurance companies, just get on the internet and look up all state bad faith or state farm bad faith or any I don't want to pick any one of them because they're all terrible. Just yeah. pick one, look up <laughs> bad faith and read the stories about all yeah. the horrible crap they do to you. I mean, yeah. I gotta Girl calling me the other day saying, "Hey, my car. They won't give me enough money for my car, which is classic, right? She doesn't have gap insurance, so now she's got a car that's wrecked, and the person who hit her is only going to give her twenty thousand dollars for a twenty-five thousand dollar car. Well, I mean, nine out of ten times, I can send this person to, and it's a guy who does appraisals and things down in Gastonia, and he can get them three or four thousand bucks. I'm willing to help her, and that's free. We don't do that. We do that for free." Yeah, and and the the cost of that is her letting us handle her personal injury claim, and I'm like, this, and she well, sent her to the doctor, getting it all going together, and then she shows that, then we call the insurance company. It's like, oh, she settled that case. We offered her, we gave her six hundred dollars cash, and told her we would pay five thousand dollars worth of reasonable medical bills, and she signed that crap. Mm. She didn't even know she. This is a day after a wreck. And what's okay. reasonable? She, she has no, yeah, what's reasonable? That's Nothing. always the
0: best thing.
1: Reasonable. Nothing to them. Oh, yeah. oh, what? They expect wait, you, you expected me to negotiate at the hospital? Because I've never been in the ER saying, wait a minute, what's that cost? Hold on a minute. You know, I can't afford that. You know, you just, it's insanity. Nothing's yeah. reasonable, you know? And so you basically got $600 and you don't know what's the matter with you. You know, you have no idea. You could have a torn rotator cuff, you could have any. Mm, of tons of horrible injuries and you're woohoo you know because they don't care
0: yeah five you know thousand dollars isn't really going to get you that far in a hospital i mean uh that'll probably get you like an apple and a sandwich and maybe a coke i'm <laughs> saying they you don't even you? know what
1: you, it's, it, it's they're not going to give it to you anyway it's just yeah, a yeah. joke everything's unreasonable at that point yeah. you know oh you want to go to the chiropractor unreasonable you oh you found out you got a chipped tooth Eh, probably chipped it on something else not reasonable you know <laughs> And, but, and also, you already signed the release. So even if they do – there's no lawsuit against insurance companies for not paying your reasonable medical expenses, you know? So this girl yeah. got – SOL has no case whatsoever, and she's going to be ended up four grand shorter in her car because she didn't call a lawyer, which just doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. No, and that's you – know? I mean, because that was key with me. It was like, you know, part, part of me, the reason why I did it was, one, because – I, one, I had no fucking clue what I was doing. And then on top of it, um, you know, this is like the best opportunity for for me to actually learn what my sponsor does. And yeah, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. It was, I got hit by a car. I called Mike and within two weeks I had all my property damage that was cleared. Boom, done. The list of it, property damage done, clear. Um, yeah, it was a process to, get all my medical bills and things paid because it was a long time to get teeth put back into my head. Like that doesn't happen overnight. That was like five to six surgeries of, you know, me going to the dentist, then putting teeth in and out. So it was, you know, a walk, but all I had to do at the end of six, seven, eight months time, when I was completely done, completely recovered, Mike handled it. He paid my medical bills. He paid, like, he literally was just like, here's what we settled for here's what you're getting. And I can give you a check of the entire settlement and you can pay the medical bills on your own, or I'll pay your medical bills. Boom, done. Just, just do it for me. Get it out of my way. So all I had to do is get a check for some of my lost wages. And um, yeah, and boom. You got more than
1: your lost wages. You got a good check, man.
0: I did get a good check. So should we (laughs) chat about that? I didn't know if that was okay to chat about, you know, (laughs) it was a great check. I just didn't want to be like, I got payday, baby. You know, I didn't want to talk about it. You know, I did get it in all ones and I made sure that I threw it all over <laughs> my house. I was going to do a YouTube video, but he wouldn't let me do it. So um, this, is, this is making up for that. Um, but yeah, like, honestly, guys, it's, it, it's a no brainer. So like, don't play the game that you think all of a sudden you know lawyer because some guy's willing to show you some quick cash right off the bat. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, would you rather take $500 now for some reasonable medical whatever bullshit or make sure that it's all covered and honestly you don't even have to stress about that just focus on your recovery and and
1: go on with life you know well you know and the other thing about it is is you, you just got to classify what your sponsors do i mean back yeah. on what we were talking about because i mean look i get it you know i'm not a bash on any particular bike brands but yeah they they i'll give you these I'll, Big companies can give you a bunch of frames if you buy some frames. They're out no money, you yeah. know what I mean? And you ride around on them and you stick, you, you put their stuff up here. And if you win, you thank them, you know? Yeah. I mean, energy drink companies, same way, you know, they're giving you stuff that that doesn't cost them a thing. But if your title sponsors a dentist in your hometown or some lawyer, you know, you, you might want to think, well, guess what? If I, you know, actually use this guy and prep this guy up, I'll get more money and he'll give me more things.
0: You know what I mean? Like, like
1: maybe I won't have to sit under a tent. I can have a van, you know? (laughs) Maybe my bike will just be there. I'll have to haul it around in a stupid airplane, you know? I mean, so just to, you got to kind of gauge your sponsor, you know, in that way. Because sometimes yeah. you can you know, be real beneficial for your sponsor. Not that all sponsors don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking one sponsor or another sponsor. I'm just saying, you know, pay attention to what, what some of these people do, that you're out there in the community reaching out to get them to do stuff. I mean, hell, if your sponsor's a coffee house, the least you could do is freaking go over there and have some goddamn coffee with your teammates on a ride. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> no, for to sure. how freaking delicious it is, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I think- mean
0: – I think that's the, that's the whole thing. Like even some masters riders, junior riders, if you're listening to this, any low level riders that are wanting sponsors, like it, it is, it is money out of the pocket. And how are you going to offer that ROI or that return on investment in, in, long story short, I'm not telling you if you're sponsored by Mike to go get hit by a car and then hire him. (laughs) Please don't do that. Yeah, Yeah. don't, don't do that. Don't be hit by a car, but if
1: you are, (laughs) you want to call a guy, you know? Yeah,
0: so think about it and think it through in the sense of like, hey, you know, I actually, I actually want to, you know, like, you know, pay it back or pay it forth, you know? It's like, if you hear about your friends getting hurt or like, hey, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you're going to go pay $10,000 for your specialized. The first thing you're going to do is tell your friend and your buddy how great this specialized bike is. But yet the local lawyer, the local dentist or whoever that sponsors you, you're just like, you're just telling them about whatever dentist, whatever lawyer, or Hey, I'll handle that for you. Or you can just handle that on your own. Um, yeah, because like, what's your fee? It's like 33%. And even sometimes I've known you, you're a good dude. Why are
1: you busting on my fee? That's it's not industry standard.
0: 33%. I know, I'm not busting on your fee. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like nothing. You know what I mean?
1: But nobody, then, I almost never charge anybody 30 And that's what I'm saying. And I sure didn't charge you 33 I know you didn't. And that's what I was
0: going to get to in the sense of like, you're a good dude. On top of that, like, you, not only do you do industry standard, but then nine times out of 10, you cut it. And i don't know how you stay around when you're cutting it like that because it wasn't just with me because we're buddies and you're my sponsor or whatever else like when i worked for you and people that you didn't even know you made sure that you take care of them and it, it and the chiropractors so that's another thing too like the chiropractors work with the lawyers the doctors work with the lawyers the doctors work with the chiropractors this is one big bucket and mike takes
1: care of it it's it's unreal so Let's talk but, about something more fun than my job.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry about the that. Yeah, let's the the <laughs> surfboard, the surfboard in the back, man. Um,
1: oh, that's not my surfboard. That's Max's surfboard, man. I feel oh, bad, yeah? hey, man. That was from the Puerto Rico from my Puerto Rican days, man. And I had to bring it home. <laughs> yeah, Mike used to right. Mike
0: used to work at a, or own a hotel in Puerto Rico, and uh, yeah, he had to bring all his yeah, surfboards. For a brief home. brief period of time, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: that I got to tell you that the guy. Look, I'm not. I'm not. The, bash on anybody, but we just didn't we got um I it with we didn't really see out eye on how to run a business. I mean it was a great little hotel. But yeah. man, it's seen hard times, dude. I mean it was we bought it during the what was it the what was the mosquito thing down there? I can't even remember. It's um, not West Nile. It's what was well, it? What was I gotta getting? look it up. I gotta look it up. <laughs> anyway, we bought it during when, it, when everybody was dying or supposedly get sick from the mosquitoes, and then it got just hammered by those two hurricanes. I mean, hell, we my brother and I went down there to work from the first hurricane and then it got hammered by another one. And now this now the COVID nineteen, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, uh, this it, was when probably the... just a blessing that I didn't see out I was my partner so this is when the zika virus zika, virus zika yeah man yeah. zika hurricane hurricane corona that damn yeah. thing is cursed i mean <laughs> the best thing ever me was to get out of it although i do miss it man we had some good yeah. times. you know you got oh, there with me that was fun they man. still use the video that i shot
0: as uh as their ad <laughs> which is pretty cool uh, that's like one of the best videos i shot i shot it on a gopro um but yeah, so what? Is, what's your thoughts on this whole coronavirus thing going on? I mean, because North Carolina, y'all are a hot, y'all were a hot spot for for quite some time,
1: right? Man, unbelievably, where I live, yeah, is is not given the level of stupidity around here, is amazingly, you know, must be the luckiest county in the whole freaking state because, oh, wow. I mean, my buddy works at the ER and he's like, man, we ain't had a coronavirus case in three weeks. And I'm going like, I I mean, I, cr- I can't, I, mean, I can't, I can't even go into convenience stores. I'm like, with my mask on, I'm like, nobody's, nobody's wearing masks unless the business completely forces you to wear
0: it. And you look like an idiot yeah. if you're wearing said masks too. no, like yeah, well, I don't care. I'll wear that thing. It. I mean, I
1: can't, I, it freaks me out, you know? I yeah. Mean, but I don't want, I mean, I, I don't know how it's going to affect me. You know, I might be that per- person who's dead. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous to think that it's fake in some way. I mean, and it's ridiculous to think that we as a people shouldn't care about other people and not want to get them sick. And it's just, yeah. I mean, it's disgraceful that. Europe and other nations have handled it, and we look like a bunch of morons. I mean, at, 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 there's not anybody in Europe right now going, man, America's the greatest place on earth. It's like America's the dumbest freaking country <laughs> in on the planet right now. You know, we not have the sure. dumbest freaking leader. We yeah. have the dumbest... Um, I've hit my table in... Uh, <laughs> in no i mean in the senate i mean it's just a damn disgrace and, and i mean who knows man maybe maybe we needed the dumbest leader in the world to make us come to a reckoning of of the imperfect society that we've become you know i yeah. mean maybe we needed him to, to to instigate you know uh racist sexist you know people so we can delete them from our friends list you know i don't know and and <laughs> But, you know, I mean, it's just a sad time. I mean, it it, is, but who yeah. knows? Maybe it all, maybe, I mean, I, I mean, I just, I worry that that the, they we didn't do anything when we had a chance, you know, yeah. and, and the fact that they give billions of dollars away to corporations and because, you know, these billionaires just need the money and, and you got people who I can't imagine, it's July 1st was just, you know, a couple of days ago are out now out of work five six months and don't have a paycheck i mean i mean i'm look i know if if it all went to crap tomorrow it hasn't for my business quite yet but it will i mean i will feel it but if it all went to crap tomorrow i guess i could live on credit cards for a year you know what i mean i wouldn't like it but i could you know there's people who are probably starving don't have don't have a place to to stay i mean or won't have a place to stay now or fighting to stay in a place, you know, and we're not doing anything about it. I mean, we're not past, we could have, if it were me, you know, if I was running this shit show the way it is right now, I mean, I would have at least put money in the hands of the people, you know what I mean? And I get tired of hearing all these idiots going, well then people will just sit home and do nothing and people will be lazy. You know what I mean? Maybe some of these people just deserve a check anyway because they've had a shitty life brought to them by a racist crap ball society you know what i mean (laughs) maybe that's the reparations they need to to you know because their school system sucked their housing district got redlined you know and and they get pulled over by the police and killed for you know having a tail light out i mean i mean it's just a damn disaster, man. It makes makes me just so, I was having a conversation with somebody this morning. They're telling me they're not, well, you know, I'm not a racist. You know, I have, I have, I have black friends. God, I love that quote. I'm going like, and, and my, my dad was a racist, you know, and and now my kid, he's even better. Right. You know, and I'm like going, what you think? Because you have a black friend, you're not a racist. I mean, yeah. everything that's come out of your mouth is racist. I mean it's <laughs> like you're just talking about what are we can do with all these thugs and this riot and da da, 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 da and I'm like, you know, rot? Right, where all these riots, there's not riots going on all over the place, you know? And by the way, the, the worst part about it is these people think they're smart, but they have no sense of history. They don't wanna look and think about history. Hey, you realize, dude, that – this whole country started because we poisoned and beat a bunch of tax collectors and threw their tea in the harbor. You know what I mean? I mean, it, that's kind of looting <laughs> and killing yeah. people. You know, yeah. hey, revolutions, sometimes, you know, we we said, look, King George, we don't like this. We don't like the way you're treating us. Please don't treat us this way. And then finally, we just took up some arms and, <laughs> and rid ourselves of them. Hey, assholes. These people aren't taking up arms; they're just walking in the street because they want to be. Because everybody needs to be treated equal. I mean, I well, haven't done it myself, you how know. Many, I've been how a, many
0: people I'll have cry. been shot with a rubber bullet um, for complaining about not wearing a mask and standing in front of houses yeah, and just, places with just, their guns? And they're like,
1: "I'm not wearing a mask, so I need to bring an AK-47 to show you that I'm not going to do so." I mean, it's just insane. It's just really, yeah. you know, I, you know, and it's got this. These people who think this way, you think, "Well, I'm not a racist, and I'm, and I, I just don't believe in the COVID, and I just going to support Donald Trump for his physical policies." I'm like, "Well, the country's a bag, grab bag of shit." There's what physical policies do you like? Stocking up the, you know, propping up the stock market for the billionaires and letting everybody else, you know, eat, <laughs> drink the sweat out of their socks. I mean, yeah. what policy do you like, of this guys But yeah. um, I don't know, man. Maybe it's I, I saw a, a thing the other day. Uh, and and I can't remember what it was on. And the lady, and I, and this is, I think what I try to show t- talk to my kids about, she was saying to these, the, the group of women, look, um, there's only one race, you know, and th- people are skin colors just different because of where we live. You know, some people live right on the equator and some people move somewhere else, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there ain't as much sun. Hell, people live in Alaska. You know, when there's not sun for how many year, months of, I mean, just the further away you get from the equator changes your skin color. But we're all the same human race, right? Yeah, and I sure. guess if people could just understand that, you know what I mean? And stop, you know, understand that, that a bunch of humans, women, it, hell, women, black, any people, Mexicans or Mexican Americans, especially Indians, you know, these people have all been treated like shit forever you know i mean they've 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 had a a bad bad you know you know deal and and we need we need to just we need to in a conscious have some humility and understand that you know like i got a lot of stuff i got because i'm white you know what i mean yeah hey i didn't get shot doing all the stupid shit i did growing up probably because i'm white you know what I mean? No, I don't sure. have to have, you know, and, and, the, and the guy says at the end of the, our conversation, he says, well, you know, you, you, I guess you just want these people in the streets to win. I said, win? What the fuck are they winning? They winning the, the idea that they don't have to t- tell their kids to keep your hands, son, make sure you keep your hands at 10 and 2 on the steering wheel. Don't make any sudden moves and they pull you over. Okay. I mean, yeah. what are what you, <laughs> I mean, that's insanity. You know, that's a, okay. Yeah. That's what I want. I do want them to win. I want them to not have to worry about that. You know, what are you going to do without police, man? We can, we'll still have plenty of police. They don't need to have tanks and shit. You know, spend about half that police budget on, you know, social services and that and things will change. That's what people don't get. You don't have crime. If you don't have to steal, nobody always- wants to be, nobody wants to grow up and be a thief or a fucking drug dealer you know i mean they just want an opportunity that just happens to be the opportunity those people get you know so they're fucked from the beginning you know
0: well i love that i love the comment of like well if you just don't do a crime you'll never have a cop you know you should never have an issue and it's like that that's what we're saying like there's these people that aren't committing crimes (sighs) that are getting arrested and getting shot so now what
1: Well, I mean, or if you just do a little crime, like all those ones that most of most most people my age laugh about when we were young, right? If we just if we just do a little crime, maybe we should just get the same little punishment that everybody else gets, you know? And a big crime get the same crime. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, the the thing about the you know people like well, who was saying it? Well, this um. George Floyd, he was bad, he was whatever. I don't give how fucking bad he, what's horse shit? He fucking copped a $20 fucking bill and he gets murdered. And the yeah. only reason, the um, here's the one, you know, if you think about it, maybe there's always a purpose for different things. And maybe the purpose, I mean, I'm not a real religious person, but I do think there is some karma in the universe that sets things into a cycle, right? Yeah. And basically... We, these cops have been murdering people of color. We have been just, and you know, we don't pay, and, we, and, and we're all too busy going about our lives to, to pay any attention to it, right? I mean, yeah. oh, okay, another murder, another murder. It is, well, it's only one murder and out of all, you know. And, but I think that COVID-19, it's, it's odd. It locked us in our houses. Mm-hmm. So there was nothing else to see. Mm -hmm. except this murder, Mm -hmm. you know, this horrible act of violence. And I think that's so maybe the gift, the sad gift of COVID-19 and God knows however many people die. I'm sure it's the number so far underreported. It's unbelievable. But, you know, 200, 300,000 Americans dying is that we, it woke up our social conscious to some violence that's been going on to our black brothers and sisters for a long damn time, and we've been just ignored. You know, yeah. like, oh, well, just another day. You shouldn't have done the t- crime if you didn't want to do the time, and all the other or shit. So yeah. hopefully, oh, my light went on. Now I'm all weirded out. Let me make this thing turn back on. No, you're good. So maybe the big benefit, John, was now we're all awake. So maybe yeah. something good will come out of it, right? So you ask oh, me how I'm sure. doing, I guess I got hope.
0: You know? <laughs> Yeah, no, that, and that's, and honestly, that's a good way to end the podcast, man. Like with just the fact of like, Hey man, like we started off, Hey, how you doing? And now we ended it with, Hey, I got hope, man. Like, no, that's, <laughs> that's rad. And honestly, man, I, I'm so glad that I got to have you on the podcast and I really appreciate you coming on. And like I said, guys, we'll put links down below to, you know, articles and some of that insurance stuff that he was talking about. That'll all be down in the description below. And And like I said, man, if you, if you've ever been injured Uh, whether that's car accident, bike accident, or workers comp or anything, even if you just want to call and see like, Hey, is, is there something here? And like, I kind of need help. He, you know, he's there to help you. Even with me, when I had insurance troubles and I needed some communication on that, they will help you guys with that. Give them a call. They'll walk you through it. Um, Other than that, guys, thanks, Mike. Thanks guys for listening.
1: And uh, yeah, take it easy.